0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Purposeful Woman, and I am so happy to welcome today Susie Vine, And she's a stress resolution coach who specializes in helping high achievers avoid burnout, enjoy optimal productivity, and create a healthier lifestyle with less overwhelm. Her clients have restored energy and resilience so they can live the active life that they love. Hi, and welcome, Susie. Thank you. So happy to be here. Oh, my God. All right. So tell us your story. I would love to hear how
1: you become a stress resolution coach. Absolutely. So personally, well, my mother was a nurse. She worked night shifts throughout my childhood. So I kind of had a front row seat in seeing how stress and not being able to maintain the healthiest lifestyle adds up over time and seeing the health issues that she's working through and, you know, doing much better now that she's able to put more time and energy into taking care of herself, but selfishly (laughs) in some of the other work that I've been doing and working with other older clients in their eighties and nineties and seeing the result of chronic health issues. I recognize that if we make smaller changes now, it's so much easier to stay healthy and keep doing the things that we love to do rather than run into health issues later on when we have to make a more dramatic course correction, if you will. So I kind of figure it's the lazier way to keep ourselves healthy and doing what we love to do. And, you know, mindset and and the way that we approach these things is everything. So once we become aware that we have these options, then we can start to take action
0: hmm Beautiful. Wow. So you grew up with a mother and you've seen a lot of stress and then you're like, I don't want people to live like this. I'm going to take the world, bring this to my mission and my vision and make people healthier. Isn't that amazing? So tell us why, why we should feel happier. Like why is it important? Why we get to bring down
1: our stress? Well, it's becoming more widely known and certainly after the last year that we've been through with the headlines we've become more aware of the impact of stress it can really bring down our immunity, but it also lays the foundation for all kinds of other chronic disease like cancer diabetes heart disease and that sort of thing the things that really start to limit what we get to do and we have to take more dramatic action so if we take stress out of the equation then it's easier to avoid getting into these situations in the first place and one of the things that i've really tuned into with the research that i've done as i've really dug into the topic of stress is recognizing that happiness is like the most powerful antidote to these situations. And it's not selfish making your happiness a priority. It pays off in so many different ways. So that's the message that I'm really excited to share. And actually, people are really excited to have that permission to put their happiness first.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, it doesn't seem like it have to be a permission to be happy. I was like, why? When this has become a permission, this is crazy that where our world is going. But as we talk more about entrepreneurship and how can we make ourselves healthier while being entrepreneur, because for entrepreneurs, it's not in the first place to be very healthy. I mean, it's kind of embarrassing to admit, but it is. Like you put your yourself on the back burner while you're working in your business and doing all the stuff. So, could you give us um some examples of how can we take care of ourselves
1: better? Absolutely. And like you're saying, you know, as entrepreneurs, it's so important that we recognize, you know, we'll do anything to help our business grow and be successful and serve our clients. You think about them, which in and of itself can be a little bit stressful and can certainly impact our sleep. But if we're not doing well, we can't take care of our business and our clients the way that we want to. You can't pour from an empty cup. And so it's really important to recognize that making yourself and your well being a priority isn't selfish, it's really essential. So, one of the first things that I like to encourage people to do is to try to find that time and opportunity to tune back into the messages from our body because when we're working really demanding schedules and we're serving everyone else, we start to miss those messages about what helps us feel restored, what brings us back to balance, and what things might be triggering us or causing us extra stress. Mhm. So what it could be I would give us some examples.
0: What can be those? Sure. So, so- <laughs>
1: absolutely well i mentioned that sleep can be affected you know our brain gets really busy we think of a lot of things throughout the day and now we're on screens all the time we're on the phone the computer and then we're trying to bring in more information you know the media input and we need time to let our brain kind of detox from that information so a lot of people when i'm working with clients who are struggling with stress the top two complaints are not enough time in the day and struggling to have good sleep. And when you're feeling tired, then you have a little extra coffee throughout the day. And then you need a little something to help you unwind at night, maybe some wine. And then you're up at about two or three in the morning. Does that sound familiar? Right? That sugar cycle isn't where it needs to be. So helping people to make space, it sounds counterintuitive. We're like, we're so busy. How can we make more time in the day for our own health. How is that making us less stressed? But when we give ourselves that time through meditation or just taking a little bit of a play break, maybe over lunch, I encourage people to have a dance break and get up and move their bodies and relax to some music that they just can't. That even is my favorite. To. That is my favorite. I'm <laughs> like
0: always to getting up and dancing. Oh my god, I feel so, so proud of myself right now. <laughs>
1: See, you are on the right track and you feel so much better after. And I'll bet you notice that it's easier to focus, right? When we get really distracted, we get into that brain fog. If we give ourselves a break and it seems like, oh no, I'm so far behind, I have to keep working through. But that reset is so powerful. It brings our focus back on track. It helps us be more productive. So it's a little illogical, but that's one of the first things that I recommend hmm that's so cool and i love that i know that's breaks
0: <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite i started to think okay i get to uh, just create tiktok so i can oh uh, you know create a dance break more dance breaks and the more content and i thought that is a cool because so cool i love dancing since i was young but i know that the sleep it's very important just not even to you, just the sleeping enough, but like why is it important could you explain to us like what's the time and how long you get to sleep and how, like what time? Because I know sometimes if you go to sleep from
1: 3 a.m. till 9 a.m., it's probably not the best for you. Not the best. So what I understand is, and I find this really fascinating, that the hours that you get to sleep before midnight are actually twice as supportive for your body. So that's not what we want to hear. (laughs) And it's hard for me to. I know the information and that doesn't mean that I'm just easily able to integrate this into my lifestyle, but this is what works is the more hours of sleep you can get before midnight the it's twice official to helping you reset. And so sleep is so powerful because it does give our brain the opportunity to process everything we've taken in through the course of the day, right? We focus, we learn, we integrate, we write, we communicate. And then at night, all of that is kind of filed and sorted from shorter term memory into the longer term memory where we're going to be able to draw it back when we need it and it also sleep is really important for our immunity and for the detox processes of our body. There's actually, and it's interesting. So our body kind of detoxes itself using the lymphatic system, but the brain has a detox process that's guided by the Glymph system. And so that is most active overnight. So when we short ourselves on sleep, it also is kind of turning down the effectiveness of our natural detox processes. So all the juice fasts in the world aren't gonna make up for just getting some more consistent night sleep. And when it comes to how much we need, it is different for everybody. I mean, I've even heard some sleep experts who say they thrive with six to seven hours of sleep per night. And so different people have different chronotypes, you know, different ways in which they meet their sleep needs. And one of the best ways, if it's possible, when it's possible, when you take your vacation, which I hope everyone is doing, you can't skip on your vacation time. You really need this time to reset, especially, you know, after everything we've been through, burnout is at a level that it just hasn't ever been before. But when you get a vacation and you don't have to use your alarm clock, let your body tell you how much sleep you naturally want to have. And if you're a night owl and you're up until 1am, just give yourself a week or so to see how many hours you feel best with. And then after you're back from vacation you know because usually our schedule dictates when we have to wake up in the morning then you really get the best benefit by working backwards from there to make sure you're getting yourself starting to wind down and heading to bed so that you've got that window of time and you really really honor that i love that and also
0: i know for sure that let's say i wake up before my alarm but i pretty much always like seven and a half but i need like seven hours of sleep but also, I've noticed that when I'm stressed, when I'm on a high stress level, I sleep less. And it actually can confuse me because I will think, you know what? I'm waking up early. I have so much power. But if I don't know that, it's actually stress affecting your sleep as well and the quality. And then you just get up out of stress, not more of out of enoughness of sleep. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I I believe that's definitely the case. I think that for a lot of people who have trouble falling asleep at night, that busy mind can be a really big factor. It's hard to quiet our minds. That's why a lot of people recommend going on a media diet, maybe two to three hours before your bedtime, turning off media and screens so that you have less input coming in. So yeah, we have a lot to process and that can keep our brain busy, but also cortisol is one of the primary stress hormones. And it spikes in the morning, which is part of how we get up and get going again, which is perfect. But the trouble is, when we have more stress throughout the day, when our cortisol is still high at nighttime, you know, we can feel awake and engaged, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we're rested. It just means that our body is telling us there's work to be doing.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. So, like what you're speaking about right happiness and stress and happiness, like why should be even a goal for us to to you know to get a stress-free life? And should yes. be that a goal even. <laughs> I invite you, follow me, your host, Victoria, on Instagram. Give me some love by clicking follow button, so you can get more tips on how to have a purposeful and profitable life link in the description below and now we go
1: back to our interview that is the million dollar question and that's why i don't call myself a stress management coach or stress relief coach I think that there's more to it. I think that when we have more of a relationship with stress, we're much more successful. If we aimed for zero stress, first of all, it would be impossible. So that would be stressful in and of itself. But stress drives us forward. It teaches us lessons. It's what makes us remember them, right? Sometimes people say, Bad experiences are like are like Velcro and good experiences are like Teflon. They tend to slide right off. So we remember the more difficult times, those arguments or times when we felt, you know, we might've been criticized or something someone said kind of sticks with us, you know, and all the compliments in the world just fade right away, right? So we can train ourselves to put more value on happiness, which seems like, well, we've got enough on our plate. Why would we need to? work on happier and i also say this and want to clarify too it's not just being artificially happy just putting on a smiling face when you're not feeling happy there are some ways in which you can build this muscle and we can train our brains to put more value on happy with gratitude practices and that sort of thing Um, But we are more successful when we are happy, when our brains are in a positive frame of mind. And this is research that's coming out of the field of positive psychology. So it's really exciting over the last couple of decades what they're able to demonstrate. And I think Mm -hmm. this is worth creating a revolution in the workplace because a lot of us grow up thinking, when I'm successful, when I get the promotion and the raise and drive the car of my dreams, then I'll be happy. And a lot of times we work towards these goals that might not even be authentic to ourselves. It might be what society or our family thinks we should be working towards. And then we get there and we realize we're still not happy because we haven't put it first. And we don't even know, sometimes we forget to tune in and recognize what it is that makes us feel good, that feeds our soul. So if we start to put our happiness first, it's easier to be more successful because in the same field of research they've demonstrated, we're more confident, we're more open to feedback, which makes us better at what we're doing instead of being defensive and, you know, being bothered by those criticisms, we can put those to work. And so, you know, people enjoy our company more, which might seem a little bit more superficial. But when you're in business, that's a real asset. You know, it's easier to make sales. It's easier to build your community when you're someone that people want to be around. So, so there's reasons why happiness has some real power to it. It's not just that superficial, like, I want to hang out with the person that's smiling over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: hmm absolutely so how do you help your clients to become stress-free
1: so the way that i work with my clients i call my company 3x less stress because initially we do kind of a survey and we find out where stress is sneaking in on the physical emotional and environmental levels So I pay a lot of attention to how we might be taking on physical stress through our lifestyle habits, how is our nutrition, our sleep and our exercise. And I don't, I'm not a specialist in those areas but there's some very basic frameworks that once we get those in shape, our body wants to come back to balance. It wants to be resilient and then it can meet whatever stress is coming our way. So once we have more capacity to meet stress, I'm also working with clients to recognize that we can feel more empowered to use stress to our advantage. So some people think, you know, my goal is to have no stress, but that flow state, when you're really in the zone at work and time just passes by, or when athletes really hit their peak, like the Olympic performers, that flow state comes from a level of stress it helps our body perform at optimum. So when we recognize that stress is a challenge that we can meet and demonstrate what we're made of, instead of perceiving stress as a threat or something that is gonna break us down, we can make that mindset shift just through being aware of the difference. It immediately affects our body completely differently. We don't have that cardiovascular response that can lead to um, heart disease. So it's fascinating to see how easy it is with just some information. You know, the habit practices, the habits are a little harder to change and that takes time. But as you get awareness, it's like flicking a light switch. Oh, I don't have to be afraid of stress. This is an opportunity for me to rise to the challenge. And then we can be more comfortable and get into that practice of of welcoming it rather than doing anything we can to avoid it. Because life is always going to serve up stress in some way or another. That's just part of life.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Specifically for entrepreneurs,
0: having a <laughs> miles long to-do list. There's just like each task is just stress, a little little stress throughout the day. But that's why entrepreneurs is so much more stress. I I don't know that word in English, but it's like we're really yeah, good at stress and taking up some stress. Okay. So what would you, I mean, what? What do you think it's the most important to share right now with entrepreneurs and as we're going through pandemic? Oh my gosh, I remember when I recorded my very first summit a year ago, I was not trying to not say pandemic or COVID because you never know when it's gonna pass and we thought that will be like a couple months or three and it has been a year. It has been a whole year and we are living in it and in this is the new norm, reality. So how can we co-op with stress right now? What is the best thing? Well, dance, you said sleep well. What do you think is the most important you can
1: share with the entrepreneurs so we can avoid burnout? Absolutely. And burnout in and itself is a unique situation and burnout is directly related to work. It, it doesn't come from other areas of life, so that's one point to clarify. You know, we can feel so stressed out; we might blame other things for burnout, but it comes from the you know the work that we're doing. And sometimes people start to feel overwhelmed. You know, they're not up to the challenge anymore, or people can start to feel like they're tuning out a little bit. They feel a little more apathetic, and they don't care about the work that they're doing, which is really a shame with entrepreneurs because we started doing whatever our specialty is because we really love it. So it's a shame to see that that fire go out. One of the most important things in any level of stress, but also for burnout is very helpful is to stay engaged in community. And that's hard right now because we've been doing this physical distancing for so long and we've got some Zoom fatigue going on. I think I've been in about six hours of Zoom meetings today. So I live my life in front of the computer screen. But we can still get connected and being able to talk with people you know maybe you take a break from zoom and you have a phone call good old-fashioned phone call and get out and walk through your neighborhood and get some fresh air and sunshine too but being able to talk with other people and talk out our emotions and how we're feeling is a really powerful way to let off some steam And not bottle it up because when we hold that all inside, that's when it really starts to impact our health more deeply. So staying connected to community is really, really powerful and recognizing that there's different resources. You can work with a coach like myself. You can work with therapists and psychiatrists. I've had some great um, speakers on my podcast who specialize in burnout and different, different things that people are working through. So don't. Don't block out possible resources. Look for people who share great information and then process that with friends, with family, you know, be sure to stay connected. Don't isolate yourself and feel like I don't want to bring anybody else down. People love to help each other. So if somebody can help lift you up, they're going to feel better at the end of the conversation too. So it's a really great way to engage. I love that I
0: have been not working out just a lazy bunny I have been not working out for a long time and then I thought okay I get to move my body it's not me like I love being outside and do something and I started to schedule during the day on around the lunch break phone calls like you said And now that I have connected conversations every day, just on the phone, I'm walking around and I'm moving my body and I feel so much better. I don't know if you guys, I have a lower back, like you're sitting all the time. You gotta move it through. And I love that advice because I think it's a gold. Walk around, take a phone call and walk around and trust me, once you start asking people, do you want to make a phone call instead of Zoom? They're like, hell yes. That's what I found when you just start asking them. <laughs> Everybody's down to just have a phone call right now. And they're like, yes, I'm so Zoomed out. I need a phone call better. Thank you, Susie. That, I think that's a, it's a gold. It's so simple, but it's, it's the gold advice. So anything else you would like to recommend and add to our entrepreneurship <laughs> stress managing well, entrepreneurship well i think life. you
1: mentioned to Exactly. Finding balance in a hectic world. You mentioned sleep, and we talked about movement, and exercise is really powerful at helping to metabolize the hormones of stress. So it directly helps to relieve stress. And I want to say, too, you know, it, it seems like eating whole foods and paying more attention to what we're eating can be an extra thing we have to deal with, and it can be an extra demand on our time. And <laughs> eating whole foods get nutrients from fruits and vegetables. And I'm okay if you're a meat eater, I'm an omnivore myself. If you're tuning into what is what your body is processing well, you're going to know what kind of diet serves you best but paying attention to the food that you have is going to give you all the building blocks you need for your cells to do what they need to do to detox naturally like i mentioned before so you don't have to be doing a detox program every quarter you know unless you want to and that's not necessary because you've got brain fog and you know your sleep is interrupted and that sort of thing so the three foundations of health that i hear everybody come back to you can't really fudge on sleep movement and getting some balanced food so start with that and your body knows how to bring yourself back to balance
0: all right thank you so much and i have a last question that i ask everybody is as to right. filling the blank in the sentence if you really knew me you will know that i am
1: blank Ooh. If you really knew me, you would know that my favorite place would be dancing in the sunshine.
0: (laughs) in San Diego,
1: in San Diego. I got it lucky. I've got it good. I don't have to work too hard to find the sunny days. So that's that's That's... where you'll find me.
0: (laughs) All right. So and that's where we find you. Would you share with our audience what do you have for them today
1: and how they can find you? Absolutely. So what I'm sharing is a little package that I created, it's called seven steps to a Happified mind, because like I said, it's not about just putting on a happy face when you're not feeling it. There are real ways in which you can train your brain to value more happiness. So I've put that all together in a short little ebook. It has a video to go along with it. If you prefer to just watch a video and with that you can also take advantage of a 30-minute stress buster breakthrough session with me and we'll take a look like i said at where stress might be sneaking in and how you can turn down the volume on that so you have more capacity to meet the stress as it shows up in life so i hope you'll take advantage of that i would love to talk with you and see how i can serve and support and i share the Happified podcast comes out with a new episode every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. So wherever you get podcasts, take a look at Happified. And I'm always sharing some thought leaders and insights and in how you can live with less stress and more flow.
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much. And we will link everything down below. Great. And thank you so much for being with us today, Susie. And thank you so much for watching. Thank you. It's been such a treat. Enjoy. Alright. Alright, bye. bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you love this podcast, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review it. And of course, you can get in touch with me everywhere online at purposeful with L And I can't wait to see you next time. Kisses!